Hello and welcome to the Tolight Show with Fancy Cooper. Today we are speaking about what we sow into a situation is what we reap. You know, we've heard this saying before, um, you reap what you sow, right? But let's try to break that down a little bit and, and understand what exactly that means. So I think we get the basics about, you know, if we sow something into something, you know, we're going to reap it, right? That, that kind of, um, it's always sounded like a negative thing, like karma, it's going to get you, it's going to come back and get you. But the reality of it is, is it works always, right? It doesn't just work for something negative. You reap what you sow, it works in a positive way as well. So if we are sowing something positive into something, we will be reaping that benefit as well. So let's break this down, okay? We'll talk about some examples of why this is so important and how it shows up in our life because it's with everything, every aspect of our life, every aspect of our reality this is law. It's an energetic law of reciprocity, okay? So when we're sowing something in, we are then asking for that energy back and it will be amplified back to us, all right? Law of reciprocity, very, very important to keep in mind. Um, it's kind of like the law of attraction, all right, but this instead, um, <laughs> or like gravity or anything like that, this has to do with the energy still matching, right? It's like, what's going to come from what I put out there? All right, so keeping this in mind, let's, let's break it down. You guys ready? Let's, let's go. Um, an example would be, let's talk about the dating world, okay? Uh, I think we can all... <laughs> We can all relate and say, oh, shoot, I, I've been there, done that, right? So this, this is why I want to use this as an example. So let's look at this for a second. We, we go through a breakup. We are trying to stop that pain. We're trying to stop that discomfort. And so we think, let me just hop back on you know, the, the apps and um, uh, let me see if I can find someone else. And that's going to you know, make me feel better because then I won't be feeling the same loss and the lack and I'm going to show them and I'm going to, you know, do whatever and it's going to, it's going to feel better, right? Well, here's the reality of that. We need to look at the energy that we're sowing into this scenario. Is this an energy of um, enlightenment? Is this an energy of looking to find a partner that we can sow into and be supportive of and who's going to sow into us and, you know, re-seeking from a place of already being full and being filled up or are we seeking from a place of lack, desperation, unhappiness? You know, where are we coming from energetically in that scenario? All right, this is where this is super, super important. If we are going into something because we are in a low vibrational energetic position and we're trying to get that to feel better, we are going to be driven by that pain, that chaos, 
that discomfort. And that is what we are going to, if we choose to act on it, that is what we're going to call more of in. Because what we have put into the situation is the energy that we're going to get out of it. All right? So when we go into something, whether it's dating, a new job, um, starting a business, starting a family, trying to heal our bodies, losing weight, whatever it is, if we're going into this thing for the wrong reason, success is going to be very far off on the horizon. We are going to find it very, very difficult to be an energetic match with the outcome that we are hoping and striving to achieve because the energy that we put into it is not a match to the outcome that we're wanting. So what do we do about this? What does this even mean? I hope that this is starting to make sense though. I hope that this is starting to connect when we'll go back to that relationship example. When we enter into the dating world, we need to make sure that we are coming from a place of feeling fulfilled, full, aligned, happy, joyful, knowing that by finding a partner, they're going to add to our experience. And it's not that they are going to fill any type of void in our experience because we have no voids. We are happy, satisfied. We are connected with source energy. We are one with the collective. There, there is no void. There is no energetic void that we have, right? So we go into this from this perspective of I'm seeking a relationship with someone else for my expansion and joy and growth because this will bring me even more joy in my experience. I already have joy, but I'm looking to amplify it. I'm looking for more joy, okay? Just like if we're wanting to lose weight or get stronger or be healthier, we don't go into it because we hate our body. If I'm saying I hate my body, it's going to be really hard to do the right things in order to get the results I would need to love my body. If I'm looking at it from that perspective, right? Instead, I have to start loving my body and saying, well, I'm going to do this because I love my body. I love me and I love my body. I love this vessel that I have been permitted to utilize so that I can have this physical experience and grow and expand as a soul in this reality and time, space, time, <laughs> that didn't even make sense, time, space, reality, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go with that, that I, I'm going to love it. I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to feel grateful for this vessel that I have. And I love that. I love that. But I wanted to feel better. I'm not really enjoying how it's feeling because of the energetic exchange I've been making with it. So now I need to understand that I love this body and I need to make a better energetic exchange with it by providing it more exercise, by providing it with better foods and better nutrition, maybe by doing some uh, resets and doing um, fasting and things like that. And I'm going to do all of these things because I love myself because I love my body, because this is the energetic vibration that I'm going into this with. And that's the same energetic vibration that I want to get out of it. That is going to help me achieve my goal so much faster than if I was constantly trying to fight 
against myself, right? And fight against these, these other energies, which is very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult. So how do we do that? If we are not able to get into that mindset, how are we going to start making changes? Okay, this is a challenge, all right? We're not going to like pretend. We're not going to, I never do that. I never sugarcoat stuff and act like, oh, you know, just just manifest it. Just pretend like you already have it in your life and do that. Like that, that doesn't work. Um, sorry that, that that's an outdated process. Okay. What we need to do instead is come to the understanding and find the attachment to these beliefs, these feelings, these emotions, these energetic signatures in our body that are not in alignment with our goal. We have to discover what they are, where they came from, and remove them through reprogramming, okay? But in order to get there, we have to get honest with ourselves. We have to be very, very real with ourselves as to why are we doing this? Why am I doing this? Why do I want a boyfriend, right? Why do I want to lose 50 pounds? Why do I want to do that? We need to energetically check ourselves. And go in and say, let me get all this stuff cleaned up. I want to check my why. So a lot of times we want to check our vibe, right? But this time we're going to check our why. Why do I want to do this? Why do I want this to happen? Okay, this is very important. Because once we can understand where we are coming from, that's when we can start to get very, very intentional on where we are going. So if our why is out of balance, if it's because I don't like how I look, if it's because I just hate being single and I feel lonely, whatever it is, then we need to work our way up from that. We need to look at that and say, okay, well, why do I feel lonely? Why do I feel unsatisfied being single, being being alone at this time and space? Why? What's going on with that? And then getting clear on that. So we keep kind of digging into it. Why? Why do I not love my body right now? Why do I feel this way? Why? 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 I know it's annoying. I know it's obnoxious. But this is, it's important. It's important for us to dig to that and really truly understand what energy we're getting ready to go into something. And if we're still checking ourselves and saying, okay, I'm thinking about getting on the dating apps, um, you know, because I, I do want to have a partner, I want to have a relationship, we need to go again and say, okay, why? And if we can honestly tell ourselves, well, it's because. I'm ready to expand more and I know that I'm going to do that more effectively with a partner uh, that I can learn from, that I can be accountable to, that I can find support with. So I'm really looking forward to this growth and expansion and taking my experience to the next level. Awesome. Perfect. That is the, that's the energy that we want to go into the dating world with. Not because we're just, you know, trying to fill fill a cup that has holes in it. We have to fill those and, and heal those holes before we start looking for, for others to play a role in our dynamic, okay? So 
Same thing with the, the weight loss, with the physical experience, the physical presence in our bodies. You know, this is something that we really have to take a step back and say, okay, well, why do I want to go to the gym? Is it because I, I want to be able to have adventures? I want to be able to go have fun. And so, you know, I want to go travel and be able to climb up to the top of this mountain peak and take pictures up there. And I want to be able to, you know, run around and play with my kids, or I want to be able to pick up my grandchild if they're in distress. And, you know, I want to be able to do these things. Okay, cool. Like, you're wanting to do this from an expansive position, not because of a self-loathing energy, right? I hope that this is making sense. I hope that this is connecting. What's really, really important for us to understand is that chaos begets chaos. So when we make decisions, let's say we make um, a decision from about our money or about... Um, Money is usually a big one that causes panic, right? It, it can be very triggering to send us into this realm. So we'll talk about that. If we have a, a decision that we have to make pertaining to our, our finances and we're feeling very stressed and overwhelmed from that, if we're in a state of panic, fear, or stress and begin reacting with that energy, all we're going to do is create more of that energy. So if our finances are bringing up a stress and we're looking at that and saying, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do? How do I do this? Blah, you know, and then we start spiraling and getting into this super chaotic, hectic energy. And then we think, oh, I just have to do something. I have to do something. I have to do something. That we're going to just continue to create more chaos with it. There's really no way around this. We can't create a resolution from a space of chaos and fear. It's just not a vibrational match. When we are faced with triggers, the best thing we can do in that moment is, ready? Nothing. I know that that sounds absolutely probably terrifying, but it's best to do nothing to not respond to it, to not make a decision until we have calmed down and recentered. The recentering and regulating our nervous system is essential for us to be able to come up with a solution. We have to be able to get ourselves back into an aligned energy where we can look at things from a more holistic perspective instead of just seeing this cause of fear right in front of us, right? When our brains are in threat mode, we go into defense. It's it's automatic. We go into, it's like our lizard brain, okay? And what happens from that is we create fights where no fight existed, have you noticed how when you're typically more stressed, you pick fights with your friends, your partners, your parents, whoever, whoever's closest. When you are feeling stressed, you end up picking fights with people, right? This is just, it's what we do when we're in fear mode, when we are already on the defense, that part of our brain is like lit up and we go into lizard brain, everything then becomes a threat. Everything is a threat and we see everyone as an enemy. Everyone is a threat and we constantly are having to 
in a way, defend ourselves, And it's usually because we create these fights that it, they don't even exist. They're not real. But we have this powerful <laughs> ability to manifest things into our experience, right? So when we're already in an energy and we start projecting that energy into other situations, those situations are then going to also have that same energy, okay? So we create drama where no drama was. And then we create more reasons to stay in this heightened state of stress. So this it's like this um, this energetic hamster wheel that we get in, that we get ourselves on, okay? So what what is the solution here? Learning to regulate our nervous system gives us so much power in situations like this. It allows us to continue to co-create with the universe from a place of deliberate intention versus fear and panic. Fear and panic are never energies that we should be making choices and decisions from. Haven't you heard that saying, don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary feeling? That is a saying I have to remind myself of a lot as someone who has experienced trauma, who has suffered from complex PTSD. I know how chaotic it can be to go into that flight and fight mode and see everyone else as a threat when they just aren't and then creating these chaotic scenarios in my relationships. I used to be very, very good at doing that. And I probably could still be if I chose to align in that energy, but I don't. I, I do not want to live a life like that, full of chaos and full of um, instability because that's what it creates. It creates a lot of instability. If we have emotional, energetic instability, we're going to project that into our reality and it will cause a lot of physical, environmental instability. This is why regulating our nervous system is so, so important. And when we go into that energy of being in panic and then we start making these decisions that have permanent effects or can have permanent effects based on these temporary feelings that come up, the consequences can be very, very catastrophic. And a lot of times it's something that we can't come back from. And then we find ourselves saying something like, um, you know, this isn't, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I wanted to happen. Um, I, I hear kids say this a lot. Um, a lot. I, I hear this and I, I find it a very interesting thing to say, um, because I, I believe it, right? I'm like, of course, that's not what you wanted to happen, but this is what's happening because it was created from a space of chaos. It was created from a space of not thinking clearly as to what could happen. It was thinking, I am feeling uncomfortable right now. And it's so unbearable that I need to do something to try to alleviate it. So I'm going to try this. That didn't work. I'm going to try this. That didn't work. I'm going to try this. And what ends up happening is we just create a, a chaos shitstorm. I mean, let's be real. This is what happens. Instead, when we feel these things coming up, we need to take that step back and say, okay, I need to recenter. I need to reconnect so that I can make a clear guided decision in this situation and respond in a way that's going to be aligned with the desired outcome I want from this situation. All right. 
we don't have to live in this type of energy. All right. This is, this is not what is meant for us. We are always in charge of what we are creating. So we need to make sure that we're creating from a space of alignment with the goal and not from fear and panic. Creating from those energies is a result of poor impulse control. And this tends to be the result of past trauma and neglect. But here's the good news. Impulse control is a skill that we can learn. I'm telling you this from experience because I've learned it. I used to really, really struggle with this. And I have learned the impulse control. And it takes time. It takes training. And you can do it. I have created a free process that I share with everyone. I refer to it as instant alignment. Okay? This process allows us to get back in our body to recheck in and get back into this space so that we can then move forward in a more aligned energy. All right. It's a combination of a lot of different things. And those things are, are tools, right? They're tools that you can use in your experience right now to help start training your nervous system and freeing yourself from impulsivity. So those things are things like meditation, fasting. Fasting is a really, really good way to train yourself um, with impulse control. EFT tapping, breath work, and visualization. If you do want access to my instant alignment practice, you can find it on my website at www.thenancycooper.com. Go to the menu, the free resources, and you'll see the option there of alignment. All right. I hope that this was helpful, and I will look forward to talking to you all soon. And I am signing off. Namaste.